0: But at around eight, I feel like it got stronger because I feel like then I allowed it to affect my body because I honestly, Joanna, when I was eight, and I didn't know at that time, but that's when I started feeling it, like anxiety or depression or, you know, whatever the depression is the definition of it. When I was eight, my body started feeling really like grasping into it. Again, at that time, I didn't know and I wasn't aware of it. I just knew that I was just different that I was why is this happening just to me not anyone else welcome girls to the get up girl podcast where we are making you live your fullest and fun life my name is Joanna Vargas and every week I will pour into you with my stories tools and fun radical candor i believe that when you ask better questions up level your habits and get freaking real you will have a happier life if you're looking for more fun more magic and more joy you're my girl this one's for you are you ready let's create your dream life Welcome to Two Chicks and a Mic. We are live here on the Get Up Girl podcast. I am your host and your gal, Joanna Vargas, here alongside Salome Valdez. If it's your first time here, this is the Get Up Girl podcast, and we go live on all the video platforms, and we turn it into a podcast. And then she and I have this show called Two Chicks and a Mic. This is when we just talk. It's organic. We talk about something that's going on in our lives at the moment. And salome works with me here at jv empire so salome welcome back to the show thank you thank you okay we're going to talk about something that you and i had a conversation about yesterday a couple days ago and it's about wanting to turn things off because they're different so for example you know we if we were taught that what we had or how we are how we be in this world is different then we try to turn it off we try to actually up a wall to it. We put up a barrier. We protect ourselves because like the worst thing on the planet is to be different. The worst thing on the planet is to be wrong. We're always trying to get it right. And what if you're never, ever going to have it right? What if you're never, ever going to have it wrong? What if it just is a choice? And I heard this before because my entire life I was told, go back to bed. There's nothing there. Ignore what you're feeling. This, it, all those kind of things. When now looking back at it in retrospect, I am so highly aware. I am so intuitive. I can hear other people up with other people's thoughts, feelings, and emotions. I can literally hear their thoughts. And I thought I was crazy. I thought it was weird. And then, so I tried to turn it off. So the other day I had one of my coaches, she asked me, why would you want to turn it off? And I started to laugh. Light is true. False is heavy. So I started to laugh and I'm like, yeah, you're right. Why would I want to turn it off? So she said, what if you can make money from this? I don't know what that looks like yet. I don't have the awareness of it yet, but I'm asking the question. Yeah. How can I make money from this rather than making myself feel crazy? And when I'm around a lot of people and it's just so much um, on me, what if your wrongness is your strongness? And look, it's not really a wrongness, but we're just saying that because in this reality, it is considered a wrongness. So, Jump in Salome, what brought this up for you for this week when we're talking about it uh it, it came to my health and uh, my body and listening to my body and uh not asking questions i didn't ask questions so if anything uh I more so got angry at went, went into the the mode of uh being angry instead of really asking my body questions of what it needed uh for example uh so I have this I always have stomach issues, for example, and, and I, and now I'm starting, I started to get angry because I was like, why is this, keep, why does this keep happening? Why? oh, I love my life and everything, but I'm starting to really hate the inside of my body. <laughs> and I'm thinking, just asking, why is this happening? Why is this happening? Rather than really asking my body what it really needs and what it really wants. So I would just get angry at it. And that wouldn't help. That definitely would not help. That uh, rather than really being kind to it, because we always go back and we talk about how our body is our best friend. So now, would you talk like that to your best friend? Well, I always like to go back and say, would I really do that? Would I? Would I really? Would I really? I would re- really like to uh, try to salvage the, the, that relationship, right? I would want to save that relationship. So how would I want to save that relationship with my body? And then that's when I started thinking about that too. So I'm starting to do that more. I I I'm definitely not the best at it right now. I I am getting better at it and uh it's it's been working, but I I do want to go back at, to the being being different thing <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, because uh one thing that I always found myself different in was for example, ever since I was a kid and I would watch Movies, for example, and they, it would be a, a drama movie, like a really sad movie. And I watch them now and I think to myself, oh, my gosh. What if any kid watches this movie right now? I don't I, I really don't foresee any kid really watching like the Curl, Purp, color purple or those old movies. Right. And I, I was a kid. I was like five or four when I when I would watch these movies and I would understand them not completely 100 percent but i felt every single emotion and i would cry like like i like if i truly understood what this person was going through and i always thought that was kind of weird as a kid because not other ki- other kids my age at that time never watched movies like that they they you know they watched other stuff and i watched adult movies and I completely understood the emotion. And I always cried when, when it was a sad moment or when it wasn't even like an obvious sad moment, but I felt something, of some kind of emotion for that. And I still do, I still do that. So I always thought that was kind of weird when I was a kid. But our first language is energy. That's our first language. Like every human being on this planet, eight billion people speak energy. So, even though if you go to another country and you don't speak their language, we speak energy. and so I wonder as a young child, you just spoke energy, so you totally got it. You're like, "I get this movie, I get it because you get the energy of it, even if maybe you didn't have something in your life that kind of taught you those lessons up to thus far. Mm-hmm. So our first let ener- our first excuse me our first language is energy. and I think many times we discount kids because they're kids. I hear that a lot. Oh, they're kids. They don't get it yet. They're kids. I'm like, they get it. They get energy. You don't even need to fight in front of them as parents. But kids know when you're fighting because you could fight on the other part of the planet, and it doesn't matter. The kids could feel it because they could feel energy. Well, next question is, did you turn it off? No. Turn it off? No, 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 no. I'm talking about that. That. that? No, I never did because I didn't. I didn't know I had it in in the first place. I didn't know that I had, I just knew that I was just different in some way. Mm-hmm. I didn't have answers or anything like that. I didn't ask them, uh, but, but like at around eight, I feel like it got stronger because I feel like then it was, I allowed it to affect my body. Cause I honestly, Joanna, when I was eight and I didn't know at that time, but that's when I started feeling it like anxiety or depression or th- you know, whatever uh, depression is the definition of it. When I was eight, I started, my body started feeling really like grasping into it. Again, at that time, I didn't know and I wasn't aware of it. I just knew that I was just different. That I was, why is this happening just to me, not anyone else? So when you were eight and then started to get a little bit older though, did you try to turn it off? Because even last week when you said with your body And what it was going through you're trying to turn it off right but uh yeah and it it, it was more about forgetting too, forgetting that i that i'm that i have that that i that i'm able to to choose to either or feel it or not so yeah it, it i was okay i'm going i'm going i'm going to go to go to this i was being distracted I I was definitely being distracted. Mm. I uh, chose to be distracted. And what were you distracted by? I was choosing to be distracted with the pain that I had in my body and my stomach for so other other things that were happening around me. Mm. I do want to tap on something. I'm like thinking and trying to talk at the same time. But (laughs) as you were talking about what your body needs, you're like, oh, I wasn't listening to what my body needs. and. So this is for me right now, what I'm, I'm going to go through just like my lesson. And that's not really the word I'm looking for, but the lesson that I'm having with my body is that many times when my body speaks to me, a headache, I'm sick, etc., things that don't feel very well. I used to automatically think that it's my body trying to tell me something and it can be, it totally can be. And what if your body's just aware of something else? Right. Okay. There you go. What if it's not really for you? Because many times it's like, oh, I have a headache. What do I need? Do I need water? Do I need this? What if your body doesn't even require anything? What if it's just giving you awareness Mm -hmm. of something else, someone else, Mm -hmm. a million gazillion things. Mm -hmm. And then once you're aware of it and we do not judge it, the moment we judge the headache, the moment we judge the tummy ache, the moment we judge the illness, the sickness, then we make it wrong. So what if it's not wrong to have the headache? What if it just sucks to have the headache? And we go, Oh, what is this today? I I was sitting on the floor on the, Mm -hmm. on the carpet at home today. Mm -hmm. And I got up, I I got up in a different way than I normally get up. So I was using my arm and then I was trying not to use my legs. Anyway, the point is it was not a very great way to get up because I cramped, I cramped in two places. I cramped in my arm and then in my hip. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm so grateful and appreciative to these tools because in the past, I probably would have continued through it. I probably would have pushed myself up and like Joanna pushed through it. It's fine, et cetera. But today, right away, I went into a question. I go, ooh, body, what's that? And I just listened. Right, what right. Huh. Okay. And then I got sit down. Okay. And I just sat there, Salome. I literally just sat there. But I so wanted to get up because I was ready to get up and I my body was like, no, just sit down. Okay. And then I started to move and I cramped again. I was like, oh, just and sit there. Okay. <laughs> and then I asked, okay, body, what is this? Can I shift it? If so, how can I shift it? Mm. Because it was so painful, Salome, that that it almost felt like I was gonna just like, you know, when your back gives out and then you stay there and you can't move, you literally like can't move once your body, it kind of felt like that, but for my hip. So I'm like, if I keep moving. It's going to be where I am not paralyzed, but like, but I can't move. Like just lie here for a bit. So I just sat back down, no cramping. And I just kept asking, Hey body, what is this? What is required? Can I shift this? And Solomon, I could feel when I was going into judgment of like body, what is this? You know, that energy of the question. I'm like, that's not really a question. That's just a sentence with a question mark at the end. But I really got curious. I'm like, don't judge it. Cause then I can go into, well, I'm getting older. I shouldn't have sat like this, all that crazy stuff. I just said, okay, what is this? And I gave myself about five minutes and I just sat on the carpet five minutes. And then I asked, okay, body, can I get up now? And it was like, yeah, I got up, boom, it was gone. Now in the past, 10 years ago, I would have pushed through it. I would have said, oh, I'm low on potassium. Oh, I need water. Blah, blah, blah. Now, I don't know what it is yet, Salome. Was it at that moment? Was it somebody else that I was picking up? It, the awareness can be a gazillion things. But the point is, right now, I know that it's not important. It's not important. <laughs> what What's important is that I got up and it's gone. But I want to push through. So the difference between need versus awareness. What does my body need? Or what am I aware of? And I was aware of, I just needed to just sit there for five minutes. Joanna, I have a really good example also about, because it also comes with uh, taking on other people's stories as well. And also the story that you gave in the beginning, maybe grew so much that it probably doesn't even exist anymore. But because you 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 kept telling that story, other people made it their, the reality, but it's not even your reality anymore. I don't know if that makes any sense. Does that make sense? Yep. Okay. So here's an example of that. I don't know if I've ever told you this, but uh when I was a kid, I watched The Exorcist at four years old. Okay, the movie The Exorcist. And ever since then, it's been like this terrifying movie where even if I would look at a picture, like if it was a picture or something or a sound of the movie or anything, I would it would be it would be terrifying. I mean, it, it was like I was ugh, just so scared of it for years, years and years, and everyone knew if you asked somebody. What is made The most scary was a, the Exorcist movie. Everyone knew that, okay. And just recently, when I started just asking more questions and 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 really exploring myself, well, let me just say that yesterday I went to go watch it in the big screen, okay. And I wasn't scared at all, and and I haven't been scared for a while, but it like it kind of like. Because I started asking, like, okay, well, maybe I just literally said that story for a long time. Everyone else started kind of, you know, taking in that story. And even though in my head I wasn't getting scared of it any anymore, but other people fed into it, that's why I never got rid of it, if that makes any sense. Does that make sense? Okay. So, then, this, this this conversation is helping me so much right now. So, <laughs> yesterday, I went with my brother to go watch the movie. And I was really excited and I watched it and I never really closed my eyes. And I was like, if anything, Joanna, I was laughing. And, and I was a little bit embarrassed because there was a parts that would happen. And I'd be like, ha! Ah! <laughs> just laugh a little bit. And then everyone around me was like really scared. And even when I went to the restroom and tried to come back to, and tried to come back into the theater, there was a couple walking, walking by the theater and they're like, Oh, I would never watch that movie. Heck no. This guy was like, Oh, oh, hell no, I'll never watch that movie. And I started smiling and I said, Oh, this makes so much sense now. And I came in, I went in, like, and I wasn't even wearing a big old exorcist shirt and everything. And I'm like, Wow, I, I really, I know I was probably scared at first, but I told that story so many times when I was a kid. And then it wasn't even real to me but it was real to others does that make sense yeah and I wonder when you were four and you watched it for the first time were you picking up on everybody else's fears of the movie maybe yeah yeah and now you ask me more questions you're like oh this is not mine it's their fear it's not my fear oh that's cool okay anything else with that you want to add in to this (laughs) I mean, we always like to talk about something and then we keep keep going. But yes, uh, no, actually, that was something I wa- really wanted to bring up because it just happened. I love it. Well, if you're listening and this is new to you or you're saying, oh, I, I get it. I wonder if we never really get it. What if we just keep getting it? Never get it. We like if you change your diction to, oh, I'm getting it. I'm getting it. But we never, ever, ever get it right? We could be here lifetimes and lifetimes and lifetimes. And the most fun is getting it. We'll never really get it. We can, Joanna and I, we can talk about this conversation, again, let's just say in two weeks, and be a completely, same topic, but completely different conversation as well, because ourselves, we're just, we're also trying to get it at the same time. But I'm also inviting everybody to listen to this episode, even if you've already listened to it, like Three weeks from now, you've listened to it already. Go back and listen to it because you might get something different from it. Yeah, most of the time we'll get we'll hear a different word. We'll hear a different sentence. And you'll say, oh, I don't even remember them talking about that because we are completely different people when we read a book again, when we watch a movie again, when we listen to a song again. How many times have we heard a song? A thousand times and I'll be like, oh, I never heard that guitar riff. I never heard it because I'm a different person. I can hear things differently now, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So things right. are always changing. So just please be aware of that if you're if you've got it or if you're getting it. And are you willing to make your wrongness, what people told you was different about you, what you tried to turn off and shut down, actually your strongness. What if you can actually make what makes you like completely odd, what if that can make you money? And are you willing to talk about it? Are you willing to go online and talk about this to other people? And if you're not cool, And what else is possible for that and for you and for your life and what you can create by being the question, by being the energy of question, being the energy of openness and willingness and curiosity and infinite possibilities can come up. Because when we are the answer, we limit our lives, we limit our bodies, we limit possibilities, we limit everything around us when we are in the answer, as opposed to when we be when we are the question, not even when we ask questions, but when we be the question, it's like this energy of curiosity and it has so much energy to it. Only word I can use right now is energy. Mm -hmm. So thank you everybody for listening. We will see you next time on two chicks and a mic here on the get up girl podcast.